Welcome everybody back to the Aesthetic Coaches Corner. My name is George Scandalis. This is the best 15 minutes of your life. Ah, you know, I mean, you might be saying, well, I've had better. No, you have not, I guarantee you. This is amazing. This is what you're here for. This is what you want to hear. Today, moderating the episode is going to be my better half from my company that just celebrated our two years birthday. You got to go over to therevenuedoctors.com. His name is Nathan Strom. What's going on, Nathan? I can't wait to start this, George. I'm in a a very good mood today. Nathan, I can see you on camera. You're not in a very good mood. (laughs) It's been a a week, but I'm excited that we're on this podcast, and I'm excited about the topic today because this topic is dear to my heart. Is it dear to your heart? It is. I'm all about retail. I'm everything about retail. Before you go into what the topic is, let me talk about people that are dear to my heart, Nathan. We've got with us Lisa Kraus, the bitch and beautician. What's going on, beautiful? So excited for this. So excited to see you you guys and happy birthday. Thank Thank you. you. Thank you. Thank you very much. We've also got with us the power couple from the United States. Nick and (laughs) Steph Tverdick. What's going on, power couple? We are doing awesome. Thank you. Wow. I, I feel blessed to be here. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know why Nathan doesn't feel the same way today. We're going to find out. We're going to find out. All right, Nathan. It's up to you. It's, thank you. No, I'm, I'm very, I'm, to be honest, I'm very blessed to be here. I feel like I'm surrounded by legends, really, when I get on this podcast. It's, it's, it's a delight to be here. So I'm just getting my stopwatch ready. So... This is actually a Lisa Krause special, this topic today. It's called the Retail Reality Check. And we're going to find out from our coaches today about the importance of retail in the clinic. And today I'm going to start, I'm going to put my business partner under a bit of pressure here. George Scandalis, the clock is starting now. The topic is Retail Reality Check. So the importance of retail, you can start now. The importance of retail. I mean, guys, we're in a business. It's we're selling. That's what we do. You come in, you buy some treatments, you got to buy the accompanying skincare. I don't understand why we even have to have a topic on this. Like if you walk into any business in our industry, you are going to see products, walls of products, whether you're doing body contouring, like my friends over here from the United States that have the most amazing body contouring clinic across North America. That's 100% sure. I got to kiss her ass a little bit because they're a cute couple. You know me. But (laughs) any clinic you walk into, they've got retail. They've got products there. They're not just there to collect dust because it is like me. Guys, let's be honest. If you could see me on camera, we all know that I got a little bit of the chubs, okay? I like to eat my food. And if I go to the gym every day and I go home and eat my food, guess what? It's not going to work. If I go see the power couple in the U.S. and I do my body contouring and I go home and I eat Big Macs, guess what? It's not going to work because – Just like your body, 80% of your abs are made in the kitchen, not at the gym. So 80% of your skin is made at home. If you are not buying the home care products, if you are not buying the post-care products, do not be investing in the lasers. And let me tell you while you're at it, I know you like to collect your little points from all these, you know, places that have lots of cosmetics. I'm not going to say any brand names because I don't want a lawsuit, but really get into evidence-based skincare. Like, go to a professional that does that. You don't take your car to Shoppers Drug Mart or Dwayne Reed in the U.S. to get your oil change. You go to the mechanic. So if you want to get proper skincare, evidence-based skincare, go to one of these clinics. Reality is 
Skincare in your business, for those of you that are listening, should be 20 to 25% of your overall sales. And if it's not there, this is what you need to coach us for. Call us because that's what we made a career off of. We will help you get to that number 100%. Wow, you got very con- consumer focused there, George. You got really far. Well, you know, I think, I think because what's happening is the reason businesses are not selling enough skincare is because they're not pushing the right message at home. What they're doing is they're selling their services as if it's their wallet. So, oh, I just sold them a $3,000, I don't know, Potenza for face and neck package. I feel bad telling them that they got to spend another three to $400 on the skincare that's going to boost their treatment and give them longevity to the results to get there faster, to heal faster, and to have the better overall skin, create the foundation. So they're, they're, if they don't hear this messaging that you're failing your customers, it's not going to work. Yeah, I, I completely agree with you. And one of my biggest pet hates about retail is when you hear, oh, I'm a nurse, I don't want to sell anything, or I'm a doctor, I can't oh. sell anything. It kills me because we're not selling, you are educating. And if someone's going to spend $1,000 on their face and not spend two to $300 to support or enhance what they're doing, like you're not educating and you're not guaranteeing patient success, in my opinion. And before I get down in this amazing rant, because I could go for hours, I'm going to head down to the power couple because Nick Tverdick is putting his hand up like a little kid in, in this bathroom. He's I'm ready to unleash. I want more time. I want more time. No, no, it's the power couple's time. You're cut, George. I am. I'm itching to talk about this because this industry really ignores what I think is the most important piece of what we're trying to accomplish, right? This is about looking better. And when you are in a business that you are trying to utilize a laser, you're trying to sell CO2 or IPL or different lasers, microneedling RF, which we have all of the above, right? What are you doing? And that that's a question. I left that pause there intentionally because at the end of the day, and I'm going to get really nerdy in some of the physiological response here, but we're up-regulating cells, right? So if you're going to up-regulate a cell, are you going to have a healthy cell to up-regulate? Guess what? If that's the case, you need to be hydrated. You need to be taking vitamins. You need to make sure you're getting topical nutrition. You're making sure that you're not toxic. You're doing all these things. So then when you upregulate your cell, you have a healthy cell to then respond appropriately. So that was a very quick summation of what this entire business is. But nobody's talking about it because it's not sexy. It is not sexy to say, what is your vitamin D level at? What is your vitamin C level or how many, how much milligrams of vitamin C are you taking to respond to something? Your vitamin B12 or what is your testosterone? What are your hormones? I can go for days and days and days on this, but it's just like if your immune system isn't where it should be and you get exposed to a virus, guess what? you're going to get sick and you're not going to respond well. Same thing if you're going to do a IPL treatment or a CO2 treatment. If you have sick cells, you're not going to respond properly. That's when you get infections. That's when you blister and peel and do not heal appropriately and you end up with more post-inflammatory hyperpigmentation is because your body's not healing appropriately. This is where retail comes in. You can laser anybody's face off. You can't laser somebody that is sick face off and have them respond properly. So we, we, 
Aria Integrative Health and Lohi Lipolaser, we have a fully functional integrative health center around it where we're really trying to dive in to make sure that we can get reprodu- reproducible, predictable results. And part of that is what George was just saying. You need to make sure that you have proper topical skincare as well as nutrients, in my personal opinion, to make sure that you can help people respond appropriately and healthfully. I'm going to get off my soapbox because I'm super passionate about this, obviously, but this is health and we need to really get down and dirty with what we're doing in this industry and it's up regulation of cells when we are talking about devices. Beautiful. I love that. Beautiful. I love that. That's that's really good. And I would love to, I'm going to add to that later, Nick, but I want to hear from Steph. What's your what's your opinion here on the retail reality check? Well, retail is obviously a really important part of your business, but I would just like to add that there are so many different products and lines out there that you are doing your research and making sure that you're investing in something that is a good quality, reputable brand. Um, You know, I've used different skincare lines, one in particular, and I'm not going to mention it here, but it literally changed my skin. So before I did any lasers, microneedling, anything, it changed my skin. So if you have a product that you can get excited about and your staff gets excited about because it's giving you results, that's really, really key. Because if you're not excited about it and your staff isn't excited, you're not going to sell. And I, I completely agree with you, Steph. And the thing with skincare is, and a lot of people aren't going to like me when I say this is, but to be fair, patients should start on around four months skincare before they touch any device. Because in my opinion, it gives you a indication of how their skin's going to react. And that gives you an indication of how aggressive you can be with the laser treatment as well. Um, I, skincare for me from a business point of view is – it, it's the glue that keeps your keep, keeps your clinic together. It is the one tangible thing where a patient runs out of something and it's like, oh, I need to go see my nurse or I need to go see my physician to to top up my skincare. Very rarely do you say, oh, my lasers run out. I need to go see my dermatologist. It just doesn't happen like that. It, it, it really is the business glue that keeps clinics together. Lisa Krauss, this is your topic, so I'm very interested to hear what you have to say. I am a huge fan of retail. You have to, and not only because it's an imperative part of your business, but everybody's got to wash their face. If you have a face, you're washing it, right? And so for me, retail is a retention tool. So when we're talking about retaining patients and we're talking about building practice, it's a protection of the investment that you're spending in-house for correction. So when you come in-house for correction and we use different lasers and, and different things on you, if you're not, if you're going to spend all that money and go home and wash your face with a bar of Dove soap, don't spend the money on the laser. You're not protecting your investment. And so if you're going to spend all this money on, on fixing your face, you want to take care of it at home. That's your maintenance program. So when you come in as a patient, you're seeing us every 30, 60, 90 days, what have you for the correction. We touch your face once every 30, 60, 90 days in clinic. You touch your face 60 times a month, hopefully morning and night. And so you're doing more uh, sometimes than the corrective work by doing that prevention at home. And so I think building retail into some of your laser packages so that it's an inclusive package. It's like a hot holiday. You're not worried about paying for food and and beverage and stuff like that. It's an all-inclusive hot holiday, uh, obviously, for, for your 
face neck and deck. And so looking at selling one, one product is going to give you approximately 30% more retention. Selling two products gives you about 60% retention. And so, and I love when you said, you know, I'm a, some of our, our clinics will have like, well, I'm a nurse. I'm not interested in, in selling. It's not about selling the point that everybody's missing that says, Oh, I'm not interested in selling. Number one, they need the boot. Uh, because it is part of your job. If your job is patient care, if you don't do patient care and follow it through to the end, I'm sitting there thinking, okay, well, this person either doesn't believe in their products or doesn't know their shit. Neither one of those is good if you're in this business. And so it's being able to, and being out of products, holy short story, being out of product, you can't get somebody excited. And then all of a sudden go to your shelf and you don't have it there to sell. You need to make sure that you're number one on top of your inventory and expiry dates. Number two, when you get a uh, whole box or shipment of product, you need to make sure you're rotating that to the back or your staff is pulling the, the older expiry dates to the front so you don't have expiry date issues. But being out of product, in one day, I went to five clinics because I'm not going to be without my skin care. I'm not. And I ran out of a product. Um for the sake of the story, I'm going to tell you what product it was. It was Ultimate Boost Serum by Illumier. I can't live without this. I have oily, acneic skin, and I can't really use moisturizers because of breakout and shine. And so I, and and our patients are just, you're that committed. You're not going to go without it. I literally went to five different clinics and I was like, I'm not, I'm not going home today without this product. And so as a, as a clinic, the five clinics lost out on a product sale because they didn't have the product. And so you, you can't, you've got to keep product and staff and then having your staff be educated to sell the product, make sure they're using it. There's nothing worse than somebody who says, Oh yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't actually use that product, but, but I've heard it's really good patients really. And it's just like, Oh my God, if your staff is not using the products that you sell, literally, uh, I've been in situations where it's like, oh, no, you know, we've got sunscreen downstairs, but it's pretty expensive. You know, you can buy Neutrogena and it's right down. <laughs> I'd fire that ass right out the door. It's just like you're you're literally sending people somewhere else. Like it kills me. So anyway, that's, I'm sure my time is up, I'm sure. But <laughs> no, it's oh, my good. gosh. Good. Yeah, I, I love it, Lisa. I love it how far you get up. The other thing I'll just add to that, I hate it when doctors prescribe retinol and hydroquinone. It when you have retinol and hydroquinone in your clinic, like, and I, I don't want to get into the science behind it and how it's cosmetic retinol is so much easier to tolerate because we'll be here forever. But lo- what we're starting to talk about here is um, if your staff aren't selling skincare, there's two things that are happening in my opinion. It's staff education. So go back to our podcast on staff education. And the second thing is, in my opinion, is you're not allowing your staff enough time in their consults. To, to be able to deliver the message or to be able to educate the patient on the importance of skincare. Because if you give your if you give your staff enough time and they're well educated to talk about what skincare can do for a patient, they are walking out with a skincare program. Hundred percent they are. They've probably got more chance of walking out with the skincare than a laser package. The other thing is we have to understand as providers in this industry, we are personal trainers for the skin. Name a personal trainer out there that doesn't coach you on nutrition 
And then name a person that goes to a personal trainer that doesn't work hard at home when they're not with the personal trainer. The skincare is getting the patient to buy into the process. If they're not, if they don't have the time for four minutes in the morning and four minutes at night to to put skincare on their face, don't even worry about putting a laser on the patient because they don't have the investment in the actual patient journey anyway, and you're not going to get the results with the patient. The other thing is, for me, is gift with purchase is a lot better than discounting. And if you gift with purchase a $500 skincare product or a $300 skincare product, guess what? The patient thinks you're giving them three or $500 worth of value, but it's only costing you $150 or $250. So what the patient is getting is a lot more than what you're giving them, and it makes you look a lot more amazing than what you're actually giving them. The other thing about skincare is it's all about retention. If you sell skincare well, you get your patients in the door instead of four to six times a year, they come in eight, 10, 12 times a year. And what does that mean? They see new technology, they see new things you're doing, and they buy other stuff while they're there. George, I know you're jumping at the bit to jump on the mic, so I'm going to hand it back over to you. <laughs> I think I think just to, to close this, I mean, you guys touched on the fact about nurses and, and other people that... Um, don't don't sell skincare and uh please go back to listen to one of our episodes and you got to do one of two things review the contract when you sign them if it doesn't have about selling in them then you know what you're at fault if it does have about selling in them write them up and fire them that's number one but really i'd really like and this is going to be a little bit controversial so i'd really like all business owners in this industry to grow some balls and do not sell a laser package to anyone that is not going to invest in the home care because what happens, they don't get a result, they come see you in a month and they say, oh, it did nothing, or oh, my pigmentation's back, or oh, I gained weight. Well, yeah, because you're not doing what needs to be done. And who gets the bad review? You do. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Grow those cojones, baby. Give me a call and I'll come in there and help you sell and teach. And if you need some encouragement to give someone the boot that doesn't want to be part of your team the right way or you know, give the patient result. Get rid of them. I've never known anybody that was going for colonoscopy was like, oh, I don't want to get the liquid. I think I'm good. I have some at home. No. You do your test? You got to have what an analogy. That, es- that escalated quickly. Everyone does. Oh, you go to your dentist to clean your teeth, but you brush at home. Heard it a thousand times. Yeah. You got to go for your colonoscopy. You got to drink your water. Whatever that little quick is. Yeah. Oh, no, I got water for my tap at home. But, it, but, but you're so right, George. It's so frustrating. If the patient doesn't have four minutes in the morning and four minutes at night to do their skincare, there is no point chucking a laser on them because they're not invested. They are not ready. I would send they're not going to be compliant either. Exactly. I would send them home and say, look, come back when you're ready to really get the results you want. And we are in a results-based industry, people. Skincare and retail helps you get results with your devices. And guess what? When you get results, you make more money. So it's a win-win from the business and the medical side. Nick, did you want to add something quickly? No, I, it, that was just echoing what I was trying to get at. I, I was much more nerdy about it. But you, you, we really need to get to the root of what we're doing. And you said it perfectly. You're going to get better results with lasers if you have healthy skin. You yep. will not have healthy skin if you're smearing a bunch of toxic garbage on your skin. Period. Exactly. 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 And again, way deeper down that rabbit hole, but I'm not trying to, so I'm going to pass it back. (laughs) (laughs) 
Well, I, th- I think we've summed it up pretty well. Everyone got pretty heated. I feel like everyone's blood pressure has gone through the roof here. So the, the, the reality is, guys, retail is key. It's the glue for your business. Uh, it's the glue for getting results with your patients. And again, it's another way to help build relationships with your patients because they're going to come in the door more throughout a, a 12-month process. So like, I can't see any negatives about selling more retail in your clinic. Like, there's just there's just not one negative. And if you're a nurse out there and you're a physician and you don't own the clinic and you're working for someone and you go to work tomorrow and tell your boss you don't feel, I don't know, you don't feel confident about selling skincare or it makes you feel an- anxious because of your college of physicians contract that you sign or whatever. Honestly, you should need to take a look in the mirror because this ain't about sales. This is about patient results. And I'm sick of hearing that come from nurses and physicians. I, I'm, I'm, I'm over it. I'm over it because yeah. the best results we see with patients are when they're doing skincare and devices. End of. Can, I, can I just? I know. I know we're well over fifteen minutes because yeah. you guys have ruined the branding of the aesthetics coaching. <laughs> but there's two things. I, I mean, we got to do a whole episode on how to choose a skincare brand for your practice. Yeah, because there's been a big shift through COVID. But I know that I know, and, and I'm going to put you on the spot here, Steph. I know that we usually get paid to talk about other brands and stuff, but I think it's nice when we hear about a brand that worked for us personally. And you know, we want to know what that brand was that changed your skin. Say it. You can say it, Steph. Lux Clinical. Okay. I want to find out everything I can about Lux Clinical. And the reason I'm sorry to put you on the spot, but there's enough people out there that get paid endorsements, dermatologists alike. And I really want to know when someone has used something that worked that they weren't paid or endorsed to do. I want to hear about it. I think it's fair. Like I'll talk about the shit that works on my face which is almost everything. But, <laughs> um, so, you know what? I, I want to get me on some Lux Clinical, guys. And so do I. Stick to our branding on the remainder of the episodes. That was my 15 minutes. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, I, I, I think as the moderator, George, you're going to slag me off soon, but I think we've done enough. You can conclude the show. Well, then it's over. A little over 15 minutes, but it was worth every minute over. We won't charge you time and a half. So if you want to follow us, you got to head over to Instagram. You can follow Lisa Krause at the Bitchin' Beautician. There is no I-N after Bitchin'. It's just Bitch and Beautician. Okay? You can follow me, the underscore skin underscore guy, Nick and Steph Tverdick, just like you hear them, at Nick Tverdick. That's T-V-R-D-I-K. And Steph, S-T-E-P-H Tverdick. Of course, my man, the moderator from today, who did a great job, let us go over time and didn't yell at me for talking too much. At Nathan Strom, follow him. Don't forget to follow at The Revenue Doctors and wish us a very happy birthday. The next episode, I'm going to be on a beach when I do this. So wow. Lucky duck. We All might right. just come with you. Uh, you know what, Steph? I, I, if I'm you bring some Lux Clinical for me, you can come anywhere you want. All right? Uh, just, just come with me. Okay. Isn't, it, isn't it amazing that only one side of the revenue doctors gets to go on holiday? Well, yeah, only one of us works. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye.